1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Stephen Gerrard says it's his job to lift the Rangers players Following their cup exit Celtic land around £9 million in compensation For Brendan Rodgers and his backroom team And the message from the St Mirren camp Is there's no way we're thinking about going down I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well Gordon I think a lot of the chat um, this evening Will still be the fallout from Tuesday night's game Where Rangers uh, exited the, the Scottish Cup against Aberdeen and how the Rangers fans feel about that Because it wasn't so long ago The end of December That looked so optimistic for Rangers uh, In terms that they were still in the, the league title And still in the shout for the Scottish Cup Now I wonder if the fans think this season Is going to fizzle out under Steven Gerrard And perhaps what they think is a sign of progress Because reading a lot of newspapers today A lot of people starting to pick up on the stats At this time last season Compared to now uh, I know there was a European one But in terms of domestically Rangers are worse off just now So it'll be interesting well, to hear One point scores. better off at the moment Yeah but in terms of cup competitions yeah. You know out uh, at the quarter final stage Where they reached the semis last year I wonder what the Rangers fans think of that I know it's a big turnaround But also there was a big spend in the summer I think to try and save anything out of this season Gordon I don't fancy them whatsoever to catch Celtic But they've got to look at trying to close the gap If that's possible for them And then they can kick on after that It's been a disappointing season you've got to say because every time, apart from the Celtic game, Rangers have come on to a big game. They've not delivered. Domestically. Yeah, they've not delivered. Uh, it's as simple as that. Uh, Steven Gerrard can't complain about the backing of the board. 15 players in the summer. Uh, he's two targets right away in January with big money and wages. And they've not delivered either. So they've got a massive game in front of a crowd that will go along on Saturday and they'll be expecting a win against a good command outside. I know they're not in the greatest forum, but they get a victory, sorry, on Monday night against St Mirren and they'll look forward to the game against Rangers. Yeah, the number you need tonight is 0141 So let's hear from you. It's Thursday night, so we can already turn our attentions to the weekend as well. I suppose for Rangers, it's all about bouncing back. Uh, for Celtic, they're going to try and, and grow that gap if possible, depending what happens on Saturday. And a really tense situation at the bottom. So let's hear from you all. 0141 951 And we are on Twitter as well, at Clyde S. SB. Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard He says his only focus now Is beating Kilmarnock on Saturday After being knocked out the cup He says it's his responsibility to lift the squad And says they'll take the rest of the season On a week by week basis Look, look if, if a result and a performance Puts the spotlight on me, that's fine um, I'll, I'll take it on the chin You know, I'm, I'm man enough to accept that It's my job now to try and move on from this Which will be tough Because it was such a big game And we knew what was at stake Well, we have to win the next game we have to win the next game and we have to analyse it from game to game to see where we are. We need to go and try and take three points at the weekend and then obviously we go into a, a big fixture against Celtic. That's all I can concern myself on now, the next couple of weeks. And as I say, we'll analyse it from week to week and we'll see where we end up at the end of the season. Um, but I'm very, very disappointed. I'm angry that we're out of this cup because um, you know we're at home, we've got the fans behind us and we've got the opportunity you know, to, to show that we're better than Aberdeen and we didn't do it. We were second best. What about on the night then Before we assess the bigger mm. picture What did you make of it? Um, I agree I thought that uh, Aberdeen bullied them 
I watched Aberdeen against Celtic and they looked very well organised from the back to the middle. Didn't really have a a lot up front that I would have probably worried Rangers, especially with their top goal scorer missing. But when you give goals and you give goals early, you look at the first goal, Rangers have actually got a throw-in up in Aberdeen, the corner of the box at Aberdeen. It's two or three minutes later, the ball's in the back of the net, a poor pass for Kamara. The second goal for me, schoolboy, I've said time and a time on this programme, Gordon, Rangers will not win anything with that defence. The two centre-halves are all over the place. The left back gets caught ball-watching. It's schoolboy stuff. Steven Gerrard was so angry he couldn't get in the dressing room, apparently, after the game. He's had to sit down, but he's now got to take responsibility for it because he has got to now, he's got Kilmarnock and Celtic in the next two games. He can't afford to lose the two games. There is always a bigger picture, Mark, not only the game itself, but for Rangers to be knocked out of both cup competitions, both by Aberdeen and both in Glasgow, is is where a lot of the the frustration comes from. And even when you think of the league game back in, uh, when was it? Was it October or something like that, where Aberdeen went and won? Um, Even when you think of the game at Petorje, where Rangers were... The better team We all agree on that But Aberdeen managed to nick something And ground out a result there Derek McInnes has certainly You know Got Stephen Gerrard's number He knows how to play against his team And I think that will disappoint A lot of Rangers supporters That the fact that it's over this six game period That Derek McInnes has triumphed so many times And drew a few Okay lost that last one And you wonder Even the the one that the lost Aberdeen lost That Ibrox Rangers won And Morelos and McKenna get sent off you know, there was a few contentious decisions in that game. You just wonder, you know, how that could have swung as well. So it wasn't an easy game for Rangers. That they, that was a fantastic victory, but Aberdeen still made it difficult. And I think that will frustrate a lot of Rangers fans that Gerard hasn't learned his lesson and how to play against them. And he had a, a second bite at it on uh, Tuesday night, Ibrox. It was all there for him to perhaps change something up, go with a different approach against... A stubborn Aberdeen side Who you must admit Know how to defend Know their jobs down to a tee But again it was the same old And Aberdeen just found it Too easy to play against So one four one nine five one one zero two five In the phones It's at Clyde SSB on Twitter uh, Let's start with Thomas Who's a Rangers fan in Barhead Hi Thomas Good evening guys uh, I'm phoning to say I'm starting to become Really concerned As to where we're going Under Stephen Gerrard uh, On several fronts Number one is Tactically he seems to be tactically is so predictable and Rangers are so one-paced. His tactic is get the ball to Morelos and pray. I know that Morelos has got 28 goals, but if you take away Tavernier's penalties, we don't have another player on double figures. So basically, if, Taver- if uh, Morelos doesn't score, we don't score. And that is his one and only tactic. Secondly, his signing policies. Uh, you look at the... We've got, is it Greza? I, I can't Greza, Greza. Yeah. I mean, he has been well, injured, but I don't think he is anymore. Yeah. yeah. Aye. He disappeared without trace at a cost of £2 million. Pounds. We've got Flanagan, uh, a nightmare signing. Ajaria, which was embarrassing. Um, the signings that he's made that have been successful are few and far between. And the third thing as well, we've got a third and a half. One of his signings that is a success, ironically, is a boy Katic. When he plays, he's no worse than Morrow. And he delivers goals at the far end. Yet he's wasted a season of his contract sitting on the bench. Well, we develop a player for Nottingham Forest who has said he doesn't want to stay. He's no better than Katic who's sitting on the bench. I can't understand that either. And I agree with everything Gordon said at the outset. 
you know, I know that the conditions were bad and uh, everything else, but Rangers are so, so predictable. And it's, I just fear for where we're going under Gerard. All right, Thomas has covered off quite a few points. Let's start with the, the first one in terms of the goals. You mm. cannot fault Alfredo Morelos' goal scoring this season. He's the top scorer in the league. Um, he clearly knows his way to goal. Is it is it beyond that where the some of the issues may lie? Tavernier's obviously deadly from the penalty spot and has, has scored a lot from there. Daniel Kandias has got six goals in all competitions this season and Ryan Kent's got five. Um, I think it was actually a Rangers fan who made the point on the phone last night if you were to compare that with, say, Forrest and Sinclair. You know, the, the guys that are supposed to supplement the strikers' goals, as good as Ryan Kent's been and Daniel Kandias has had plenty of good games as well, but 11 goals between them is is perhaps a bit less than people would have hoped. That's why you're not winning anything, Gordon. Um the big talking points always about Morelos. Now, no matter what you think of the boy, how he goes about his business, he's delivered. You've got to say he's delivered. He's let Rangers down at times, yes, but he's delivered with his goals. The I've said since September, October, you look at Rangers defence, they're just not good enough for me. They they, they can't defend. And when you can't defend, your midfield comes deeper and deeper and deeper. They've not got a, a guy that can go beyond. The one that Thomas touches on, I was so surprised. I thought Rangers' first half against Hibs, best I've seen them. I thought they were brilliant. They should have had Hibs away, gone, finished. They didn't kill them off. In the second half, Hibs changed their formation. Steven Gerrard doesn't seem to react to that. He keeps the same four three three. You know every time. Well, he did make he did make the double change, but was that a, was that a two nil? Remind me. Um, yes. Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. But you go to Ibrox, you know what his formation is going to be. Now he has changed it down at Kamarnock because he wanted the full in the team and he wanted Davis in the team. It didn't work. Four three three is fine, but when opposition make a move against you and they're now taking control of the game, when you're a manager and a top manager supposed to be. You've got to combat that with a move to put them out their stride. You're dealing with a manager here, and I think that he should get time. You're dealing with a manager that has come from an academy. You're dealing with the under-23 coach at Liverpool, who's his right-hand man with Gary McAllister, who had been a manager years and years ago. So he's learning his trade. But unfortunately for the Rangers fans... It's some size of a club to go and learn your trade. What is it about? I mean, obviously that was a cup game the other night, but if you were to look at the league form at Ibrox, for instance, right? In in the league, Rangers have only conceded six goals at home. So Mm -hmm. that doesn't sound like a bad defence. Are you talking more about the the sort of individual errors and the way that that seems to sometimes disrupt performances? I'm I'm talking about the the fine line of if you want to To win win things, if you want to win things, Gordon. No disrespect. I don't think Joe Worrell at centre back will ever win you the league. Playing constantly Barisic Is a forward thinking player Him and Tavernier Go forward all the time The other night They're getting caught With that second goal It was absolutely Schoolboy Defending from him It really was And a lot of people Are now Coming out Rangers supporters I've met going Why are we not Playing Halliday And Rangers Spent a lot of money On this guy So There's problems There for me I like Arfield but I think that these guys need to start chipping in with more goals. And the one guy that I can't understand how's out the team is young McCrory. I thought he was been he's been different class every time he's been in the side. But Stephen Gerrard seems to think that's not for me. The four three three. Derek McInnes, experienced manager, turns up at Ibrox. 
knows exactly how to get the better of Rangers and he goes away and gets his shell in the semi-final I think, I think you're right in terms of the defence is poor um, but Steven Gerrard has signed a lot of these players and I think that's what's let him down a lot of his signings I think out of all the signings made you know I've just wrote down a few here you know Gresda, Katic, Barisic, Goldson, Jaria Flanagan, Koulibaly, Warrell, Defoe, David, Lafferty I think you're looking at Kent and Arfield are probably the two that have really stood up and actually Helped our manager out I think the rest of those guys You'd put Goldson above the rest Of some of them Goal, would you uh, not? Maybe however, not right at the top of the list however, But you'd put him above you, Most you of them You would put him above some of them But however Early on in the season Remember Goldson Was was making absolute howlers In, in the Euro, Europa League And things like that as well So yeah, I think overall I mean, I mean he's been a First I mean, well, I, Put it this way You're comparing him to some guys Who really haven't Stepped again, up So I think I, you're I, I harsh. I, Well again I wouldn't say Goldson has been a standout This season I think there's been games He's looked solid But again he's There's been games He's been questionable So I think The majority of Steven Gerrard's signings Have let him down And badly Now that must be a worry Because If he is given another year Which I think he will And I think He probably deserves to be Because he's a young manager it's then the recruitment again Who Who's the players coming from? Is Mark Allen still at the club? Yeah Has he got a good relationship With Stephen Gerrard Because that's going to become All important mm. Come the end of the season well, Let's get a take from Alan Indram Chapel Hi Alan uh, Hello panel uh, My point was about I heard one of you saying there Not that long ago How the Rangers From this time This season To last season Were only like one point Better off Yes In the league In yep. the league And it's the same With the two cups the last season we got to the two semi-finals This season we got to one semi In the quarter-final And the only thing I think we've improved on Is Europe Is just getting into the group stages And uh, I was reading the paper today as well And the Sun Defoe came out and said oh, Rangers should be The supporters should be proud Something like that They should be proud yeah, Excited uh, I think he uh, said we, we played it last night He said you should be Excited about what lies ahead I, Or words to I that don't, I don't really see I don't I don't get why he says that Because we've not improved For me at all Well from now To last season to now We've We've not actually Done anything further Yeah this is the old question Of improvement Gordon And, and Alan mm-hmm. has listed off the facts Technically the league campaign Is better It's one point better The Cups mm-hmm. would be slightly worse Because they've gone out A round earlier in the Scottish Cup Europe's obviously a big thing Because Rangers were nowhere Let's not forget Pedro in the bush And all that Carry on yeah. So that was a big improvement It came at the start of the season um, And of course If you're wanting to go head to heads Then They managed to beat Celtic Which they, they, they couldn't do In previous seasons So How much of an improvement Does that mean? I don't know You tell me Um I don't think it's a big improvement, Gordon. And everybody everybody can argue the stats that you've just come out of there. But when you start a season and a board give you 15 players, when you go to a January transfer window and the board give you two players and they got, say, a lot of money and back you to the help, I think that Rangers fans and the board, only my opinion, deserve better than that. See, you cannot live off of... Last July uh, In the Europe uh, run The European campaign You can't let It's not this yeah, but you also can't forget it No I'm I mean get, it exists but, within uh, the yeah, context well, of a season yes. When you're judging how successful or otherwise but, it was But Domestically the now Rangers biggest thing the now Is one thing only And that's why he was brought here Is to stop Celtic going 10 in a row Now the way things are going along can you really see that? I I can't. So it's not an improvement. 
Maybe better style of football As, as I say Against Hibs in the first half I thought they were brilliant yeah, That's what I was going to say Away, away from these um, Measurable things do, do they seem like a better team to you? You know there are some things You can't put your finger Did do, do, do they, do they play better football? Are they a better team On the eye I, than I, they I, were think, last I think when they win And win convincingly Sometimes they look outstanding Now We watched them A couple of weeks ago Against Hamilton and I said that's as good as I've seen Rangers for a long time. Everyone's saying, "Oh, Hamilton were poor." In the first half, I thought Rangers were outstanding. So they're capable of they're more capable this season than they were last season. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, yeah, certainly that's a good point. But I think in too many occasions, these signings that we'll go back to have let the manager down. Sometimes there's occasions that they turn up and they do look great. And Steven Gerrard comes out and often asks for more, which is great. You know, must be for a Rangers manager, but too often. These guys let him down And it was the same on Tuesday night I think Gordon Just let me Let Alan Give the final word Before we go to the travel On you go Alan Yeah that's it that, I think you're completely right I, Well it's not Even I think the, the team They know they're good enough With the, the performances Against Celtic Then there's the The first half against Hibs Some of the European games Against Rapids Vienna Ibrox One of the Some of the best Teams and the, the team I've seen So they know they're good enough so I don't know why they're, dro- they're bitten sometimes when they know they can be as good as they have been. All right, thank you to Alan Indram Chapel, 0141-951-1025. Twitter is at Clyde SSB. Um, I'm sure we will take more calls on Rangers' performance the other night as the show progresses. But we're going to hear from Oliver Buck. Uh, and it looks like Brendan Rodgers leaving led to quite a nice amount of compensation for Celtic. We'll look at that situation after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Snowflake says, Fickle, fickle, fickle. All of a sudden, some of my fellow supporters are now moaning about Gerard and the coaching team. Patience is a virtue. Have faith in the man. We've come a long way. And Bob McCallum says, The best Gers team in seven years. Gers night and day this season from previous fans. No. He puts that in capital letters just for, for emphasis. We've improved. Uh, don't blame the tactics for individual errors like Kamara's. Changed the course of the game from the start, as did the ref denying Alfredo a penalty. So that's at Clyde SSB. We're 0141 951 on the phones. And in fact, if you, if you do go to Twitter at Clyde SSB, you'll see we've tweeted um, what I, in my humble personal opinion, yeah. consider the worst free kick goal I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I showed you it before we came in. Yeah, and Would I've... you agree? Uh, yes, I've got to agree because he was—he wasn't even aiming for the goals. He was—he just aiming for a back post. Yeah, if you had to—he to, nearly broke his ankle as well. If you head to at Clyde SSB, you will see it. Our very own Mark Wilson scoring in the derby—a big derby goal for Dundee United against Dundee—and yes. yep. it yep. has to be the worst free kick goal I've ever seen. Talk Go, us through. God, it. just hold on quickly. I need to ask him this question, right? How bad? Must Dundee United have been in those days That they allowed him to take the free kicks <laughs> Well listen we had, we had so much talent We had Barry Robson in the team Charlie Miller All the guys But I still was, what, what do you want me to talk you through It was a goal It was only way I could get it in oh, It was quite like My, my goal in the old firm you have, to, you have to sometimes think these goals through You can't just think outside the things. box <laughs> Exactly Everyone's expecting the top corner Go for the ball. I'll, I'll try and describe it for you It goes under the wall mm-hmm. Unintentionally by the way You know some people do that no, deliberately No 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 It listen. goes under the wall It then eventually reaches the first defender Who swings at it and misses The keeper also misses it But don't worry 
Our colleague Alex Ray has got your back He says outstanding strike Do you know how hard it is to get the ball to bounce four times Before it hits the back of the net? <laughs> He's right He sees that a few times at six or eight hey, They all count Gordon they I was proud indeed. of that Listen, goal Big derby goal Another as well derby It did mean a lot me. to everyone 01419511025 uh, What about this news that was coming out today From down south £9 million seems to be the compensation fee For Brendan Rodgers and his backroom team If you... Rewind a couple of weeks I know all the Celtic fans Were disappointed um, But we always talk about Players Being a good bit of business You know they came in Score X amount of goals And leave for 15 million For Brendan Rodgers To come in Win seven trophies And then you get 9 million For his services That seems alright doesn't it I think it's fantastic business I've got to say um, I'm sure that The Celtic supporters Would have wanted Brendan Rodgers To stay and see it through But when that's not happening You've got to Congratulate Celtic Board For a bit of business uh, digging their heels in Getting the money That's Edward actually paid for You know and that's There are various way. ways Of looking at it yeah, I suppose if you were to take Brendan Rogers' salary Across his time here mm. That would probably yeah, but, cover it but and but so on. He won all the trophies So yeah. his salary uh, That's worth paying for I'm mm-hmm. sure But I'm sure If or when the time comes That Celtic don't win a trophy There'll be fans going well, was it worth taking a million pound? There'll be some fans out there that think if Brendan Rodgers was a manager for the next five years, he would win every single trophy. Probably never going to be a reality. Those fans will probably mm. say, "Was it worth mm. nine million quid?" Oh, listen, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying but that. I'm not saying, as I've heard his assistant manager was eight million. <laughs> I'm not saying that means Celtic now get given every single penny of that to go and spend in the summer. I just, you know, it's um, that's better than nothing. It's, it's looking after your own side of things when yeah. people take your talent away, isn't it? Yeah, Whether it be player yeah, or manager. Yeah, I think I, I keep saying the one thing that Celtic are very good at—they do good business in the transfer market. And they've obviously done good business when they lost their manager. They were disappointed. Uh, but Brendan had made his mind up. So you have to cash in. And I think nine million quid in the coffers is a real good deal. <laughs> what, for what did they get for you when Glenavon took uh, you away? No, no, I never went there. I went to Wraith. In fact, Airdrie got three new season books when you left. <laughs> <laughs> KW's also got your back on Twitter for this free kick. He says, oh, Come on. Ronaldo did that against West Ham and got, got called a genius. <laughs> exactly. See, he so, says, he says talking your game down. Exactly. People too quick to talk the Scottish yeah. game down. I mean, that was years no ago chance. before Ronaldo did it. So Ronaldo he obviously watched Scottish football back yeah, in those days. Never been mentioned in the same sentence and never will be again. 0141951 Let's hear from David, who's a Celtic fan in Livingston. Hi, David. Hey, how you doing, guys? Not too bad. What's your point tonight? Um, it might be a bit controversial, but um, I think in Celtic, I need a new striker for next season, especially what I do a little bit better in Europe. Um, especially with Lee Griffiths left, oh, sorry, Lee Griffiths gone, um, out of the now, and Dembele left. I think that Rangers will sell Morelos in the summer, and especially the fact that Neil Lennon was a bit of a hothead in his playing days. I think Celtic should maybe look inside of Morelos. I think Neil Lennon will be able to coach him. I know, again, it's a bit controversial. Oh, it's a big shout, David. Mm. A bit controversial, Aye, I know, David. I know, I know, but it's... I mean, he's been proven in Scottish football. I mean, was he close to 30 goals this season? Yep. Close to 30 goals. I think it's the type of player that Celtic need. Um, I think Rangers are going to get rid of him anyway. Um, David, what would you pay for him? Seeing you're a Celtic fan, Sorry, what, would you, what would you say your club I, to pay for him? 20 million? No. Uh, Come on then. 10, 12 million. But then obviously that's again, it's more than Celtic have ever spent. You know, Edward being the most expensive mm. player. 
think he's worth at least ten million. I think he'll he'll do a job himself. No, I did. I did see. I was going to say, David. I did see this on on the the Twitter sphere the other day, and I assumed it was just internet. Well, I mean, it is just internet rumor. Um, mm. A few dodgy accounts set up, but but David's a Celtic fan. He fancies it. Can, can you see it? Can you imagine the phone lines if it happened? Is that a serious question? Are you being serious? <laughs> can I see? <laughs> no, I, I can't see anymore. it. I don't. It's never possible. I mean, never. Even if the player was. Right, what, showing the door I don't think he would go Humor, he's humor, life, humor he's me here Humor me what, 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 part of it, let him go. what part of it's not possible Because what? Rangers would what? So Rangers would sell Morelos well, To well, Celtic for 10 million I'm, I'm asking you So where, where where does this hypothetical theory break down Wouldn't Celtic be interested in him Wouldn't Rangers sell him Yeah I humor think me. it breaks down in Every on, on part all of, of it Yes right. in all of them And it's very rare that you get a subject like that For me I think it breaks down Gordon? In every part you give, you, you can, give I, can I come back I, in there? I, I, can, I can see it happening Go for it David No you can <laughs> Go David my, my question is Why wouldn't Morelos want to go? He said the player wouldn't want to go I, I, I think Morelos would know enough about Glasgow And the way his life is just now Playing for one side uh, a Celtic Rangers I think he would know enough That to jump ship And go to the other side I think he He's already got enough hassle Playing for Rangers just now If he had to jump across The other side of Glasgow I mean He'd be in for He'd be in for a bit of bother Let's no, put it that it, way It's a non-starter Because Morelis is tied up In a long-term contract And there's no way in the world Rangers will sell him to Celtic There are David I tried to To Get them to buy into the not having David's initial point though About Celtic needing a striker I mean he's not far off Because Well I, I well, suppose Burke, it depends Well Burke will be going obviously Well yeah, you would Burke, assume at this point um, You know where You assume would go back um, You've got Edward there Griffiths We don't know How he's going to come back So you wonder You know you've got Bio there But he's He's not shown anything well, just listen, That was Always meant to be the long term yeah, long term so, so you just wonder if you're just left with Edward It's not a bad point Celtic will be in the market I just don't <laughs> see it being Morelos I was just waiting to see How you wrapped that one up Thank you David and Livingston Give us a call anytime 01419511025 Let's hear from Oliver Burke He says Looking ahead to the Aberdeen game In the semi-finals uh, It doesn't have to look too far back To find a, a previous meeting Between the sides A goalless draw on Saturday And Burke thinks in a way That could be a good thing It wasn't a good performance And we were I mean, we didn't lose the game, but it almost felt like we did, you know. Um, we were very down about it because we knew we were so much better than that. And I think um, these things happen, like I say. Um, you have your ups and then you have your, your moments in, in in the league. And uh, that was one of our moments, very, very leggy display. And, um, yeah, hopefully now we're all refreshed and... and, and Ready for the game. Given that you'll play Aberdeen in the Scottish Cup semi-final, is it maybe a good thing that that performance came against them? I think that I think that is a, a good thing. I think it gives us more of a boost now and more determination that we want to beat them uh, and, and to really prove a point. What do you make of that draw for the last four then? Celtic will have to get past Aberdeen yet again on the way to trying to land a domestic trophy. Uh, these two have uh, become very familiar with each other at Hamden yeah. in recent years. Yeah, but I think that uh, whoever wins that semi, no disrespect to Hearts or Inverness, um, I think will pick up the Scottish Cup. And I still think that as much as Derek McInnes uh, will take a lot of confidence from the performance at Celtic Park at the weekend, 
uh, coming back down to Glasgow and beating Rangers in the quarter final replay. I still think at Hamden Celtic have just got too much for them. No Graham Shinney, of course, for Aberdeen. Well, it doesn't bother me that. Um, I just think that Celtic. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't bother I'm you? Not, that? I'm not a great fan of. I don't say, that's not the, that's not really the point. Derek McInnes is, and he's their captain. Yeah. Oh, okay, captain. okay, they'll miss Graham Shinney, but I don't think they'll miss Graham Shinney enough. And the fact that saying, well, if we'd Graham Shinney playing, we'd have beaten Celtic in the semi-final. That's my point. Uh, no disrespect to lad, everybody's got their opinions about football players. Um, I just think that Celtic will have most of their players back by then. You know, Tom Rogic, you're looking at McGregor's, you're looking at Cham maybe, you're looking, you know, Burt's there, they've got Edward. And I just think at Hamden, I think Celtic have got too much. I just wonder if Aberdeen know growing confidence every time they go to Hamden. Now, as a as a team who's probably never been there you go to Hamden you turn up there's a danger you get caught in the headlights and you freeze and when you play against teams like Celtic and Rangers and teams that have been there just steamroller you and you go oh, you know we gave our all in the day but it was too much for us Aberdeen have been there on numerous occasions and they've been there once before this season beat Rangers and against Celtic they weren't bad in the final and they, they just seem to it's getting closer for Derek mm. McInnes that's what I'm saying and I Do think you fancy it'll be a, them, Mark, I think day? it'll be a stuffy occasion. I think it, I don't think it'll be a classic, but I think Derek McInnes' side will make it difficult. Are you for like Celtic. me ruling out Hearts? Or no By the way, see when you're saying that as well. I think Hearts. I think Hearts will get through to the final, but I think Hearts will make a final of it as well. I don't think it's a given. Whoever wins a semi will go on and lift the trophy. Uh, well done to David and Livingston, the previous caller, who's managed to unite all, who's managed to unite Celtic and Rangers fans against his suggestion. That never happens. They don't oh, agree yeah. on anything, but they all agree that yeah, they, they disagree go. with David. Yeah. Magic. Uh, yeah, that's brilliant. You never see that on Twitter. No, that's that's a first for us. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Jeffrey's a Rangers fan on the line. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi. How are you? Not too bad. I, I was at a game with my dad on Tuesday night. Who is in his nineties, right? Um, I was a wee bit disappointed with the score and the weather as well, which probably didn't didn't help. Um, I want to talk about Morales um, and the the way that uh, Stephen Gerrard stands on the touchline. He he plays him up on him up. He plays him on his own up front. Now every time the um, when the defence when the, when the ball comes out from the back. It's a big punt up the park and I tend to find when I see Morales trying to get the ball, um, it's no use putting up high. It's better at his feet. Um, and also the incident that happened when he got the yellow card, it should never have been a yellow card because I'm not sure if you've seen it on TV, mm-hmm. the Aberdeen player had his arm round the middle of his body and he pushed him away. Um, yeah, what did you make of that incident, Mark and Gordon? Uh, and because it was the big talking point. If he was booked, he was going to miss the semi. Should Rangers progress? They, they obviously didn't, but he got he got that booking. I, and was it harsh? I thought, one? He was, I thought he was unlucky, Gordon. I don't think that was a yellow card. I think that uh, Constantine it was, wasn't it? Hmm. I think he got away with one there, and I felt for him. Everything that having said that, he then had a couple more oh, later on yeah, that people were yeah, pointing to. Didn't yeah, he? I don't know why he started doing that, uh, but Jeffrey's talking about. You know, I'm playing up there himself. He likes being the lone striker. That's that's. I think that's his perfect fit. They've tried the four there with him down at Rugby Park. I know they've not played that many games together, but they play very far apart. 
I think Morelis likes the battle with the two centre-halves. Uh, I think he's been terrific this season. Yes, he's had his moments, but his goal return's been brilliant. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if uh, Celtic do come in. He, he has been, listen, he has been, <laughs> he has been great this season, no doubt about that. But when you're the top man, the top striker, and you're going for, you know, silverware, and Rangers were going for silverware with the Scottish Cup, regardless of what you think of the league, you need them to turn up when the team is struggling, and that is in big games like. Tuesday night And in yeah, big games We raised, like we raised this well. earlier Is it not about Trying to get other guys To step yeah, up Because yeah, he, he can't Do that I, I all the you, time Well I tell you On Friday night Morelos had chances And he had a couple of chances hmm. That he should have put away Big strikers put them away And you're still Perhaps in a chance In the league Jeffrey, we are a bit Pushed for time But just quickly Before we let you go what, how, how are you assessing Between now and the end Of the season then What, what are your hopes Your aims Your expectations Remember I was on Near the beginning of the season Thinking that Rangers Were going to win uh, I, I think it will boil down To what happens this weekend um, If Rangers don't do Anything against Kilmarnock I think we can say Cheerio to the league And let's see if we can do something Next season But my my opinion is that When I looked at what, what was happening I thought that we, If we are in the top three by the end of the season, we're doing well. We've done well in Europe. And to think what we've done, what we we've been in in the last five or six years, coming back up through the leagues, mm-hmm. I think we've done well. Okay, thank you to Jeffrey and Giffnock. My apologies. We are going to have to leave it there because we're very late for the travel. But more calls next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. I mean, are still here, but I think Mark Wilson just fell off his stool. So, great stuff. Uh. Consummate professional, as always. Gordon DL is here, he's still standing. And if you want to get in touch, it's 01419511025. Twitter is at Clyde SSB. Um, lots of support for Mark Wilson's free kick goal that oh, we thanks. earlier on. Love yeah. our listeners. Absolutely. They know football. No, I'm telling you, so, yep, support. Seriously? Yeah. People actually saying he meant that. Well, you've got to think your way through these situations, Daz. Not just, I mean, people just put the ball on the plate to you in the six yard box and you put it in. Guys like me have to graph for goals like that. Don't I'm not. Uh, I, st- I still can't get over a fact. Did you ever hit a free kick? Oh, many. Cause yeah, I, I don't think he can kick it that far. No, by the way, to be fair, I, I, I watching the penalty shout with Gordon that time. You did. I, I'm not real. I was never a sort of a out the box sort of a striker. <laughs> Here we know. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for revealing that big secret to us. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Brian is a Celtic fan on the line. Hi, Brian. Hello. Good evening, guys. How are you? Not too bad. What's on your mind tonight? Right, I was on it earlier in the week. I think I was on a Monday night, and I explained. Um, why I believed that Aberdeen would go to Ibrox full of confidence. Um, and do you, do you know that by Monday, 10 o'clock at night, I had been blasted, absolutely ridiculed, because nobody gave Aberdeen the respect. I mean, and I, I, don't, I don't want to blame anybody in the media. I don't want to blame anybody, um, fans, friends of mine, are Rangers and Aberdeen fans. I work offshore, so... I worked with a great contingent of both Aberdeen and Rangers fans. Um, but I, I, was, I didn't see the game. I did I did say that had Aberdeen scored first, they would win the game. And it proved it was right. I said to you guys on the show, 
there's, there's a lack of respect for the Derek McInnes. Now, Derek McInnes was the first choice prior to um, prior to uh, the, the, the Stephen Gerrard of Rangers, Stephen Gerrard. Um, Derek McInnes was first choice. So Stephen Gerrard was second choice. Derek McInnes has built a great squad at Aberdeen. He's building a good team. They came down to Celtic. I watched them on Saturday. And I, and I thought, right, you know, if we're, if we're strikers are firing, we'll maybe win one, two, nine, because they're good on the road. They're excellent on the road. And I'm not taking anything for granted. And this is where I'm getting to my point. Rangers fans seem to take so much for granted. They, they, they have this heron-voke hubris, we call it. The expectation that they sh- just because they have Steven Gerrard was a big name in football, Steven Gerrard's not a big name in management. Steven Gerrard's um, got, I think he's got three points more than Pedro Cascina had last year. Steven Gerrard's know the guy that you, and I mean, no disrespect to you guys, you guys in the media were tripping over yourself at the beginning of the league. We had Charlie Nicholas, um, a, good, a good, great Celtic player, but Charlie Nicholas in the paper saying that at the turn of the year, the Rangers had stolen a march and that Celtic had fell behind because Rangers had signed two players that were good in England at one point. Well, what has, what's happened since is that Celtic have won eight points clear. They're now in the semi-final against the Scottish Cup because we respect our opponents. We respect, and I'm not taking anything away from um, you know, like when we go to play Aberdeen. Let me ask you a bit more about this this notion of respect, Brian. How does it? What, what in particular has been disrespectful, Rangers? Pay far more money than Aberdeen They're 8 points ahead of Aberdeen in the league Does that entitle you to anything? Absolutely not But it surely entitles people to look at Rangers against Aberdeen at Ibrox And say that they think Rangers will win that match What's disrespectful about that? Well, I'll tell you what's majorly disrespectful for me And this is a fact Is that Aberdeen have came to Glasgow They've drew with Celtic uh-huh. Beat Rangers in cup competition They've beat Rangers at Ibrox And... Um, Mr Gerard turned around and said We're a class above them Sorry Mr Gerard, You just made yourself an absolute fool With me saying that Now anybody that, that was worth their salt Any journalist would have jumped to hear that But it didn't it They let him away with it Because he's Stevie Gerard. He's no Stevie Gerard up here he doesn't well, no, Just to be correct He, he, is, he is still he Stephen Gerrard up here Brian Just so that we're <laughs> accurate though He is He didn't sort for a name change or anything no, no. What I mean is, he's no Stevie Gerrard, the football player. He's Stevie Gerrard, the manager of a, a team who are failing. And that is beyond a reasonable doubt. They are eight points behind Celtic, having beat a Celtic. They were poor on the day, and they were as good as they can be. Now, at the end of the day, I'll take it. We got beat, and I, put, I held my hands up. They were levelling points, although they had a game, we had a game in hand. We've turned that in eight points now. Absolute respect. That's the difference. Is that you come up up against opponents? If they had approached the same, uh, you know, like after match comments as say, and dare I say his name, uh, you know, our last manager. I'm not saying his name. In fact, oh come on, we must be over that yeah. by now, surely. Brendan Rodgers, you mean? Brendan Rodgers. Oh, he, well he said it. <laughs> Brendan Rodgers would have come out and said, "Well done, Aberdeen." I hope he's doing well in the, the semi-final against uh, Rangers. Or if that was another. I'm, I'm sure the Rangers Gerard, manager Gerard, came out Gerard and said Gerard Aberdeen deserved to go through. Yeah, they were the better did, team. Did, yeah, Brian, did, did Stephen Gerrard not say Rangers, Aberdeen deserved to go through and they were the better team? No, 
said was well, I think he did. They were, uh, they were a class above. No, 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 no. I'm talking about on Wednesday night when Rangers got put out of the cup. Stephen Gerrard said that Aberdeen were the better team. Well, it was Tuesday night they went out. Right, so on Tuesday night you said it. Mm, right. Okay. Well, it's not what I hear. It's not what it's not what I saw on, the, on an interview. But my point is, it's not about it, it's it's not about one man coming to Scotland and wagging his tail, and then everybody else says, "Oh, what a lovely tail!" You know what I mean? It's it's about this, this team. They've, they've had fifteen players. They got another two players, and the media was falling over themselves um, to welcome them. They all this that that's it. That's just respectful, Brian. That's all that is. Yeah. Come on, Brian. Show a bit of respect. It, it wasn't to me. It wasn't a respectful thing that he said about Aberdeen when, yep. when he came out and said that after having been beaten them by in the league, being knocked out of both cups, to turn around and say that he's a class above them was wrong. Yeah, that that that, that, that listen, was the first game of the season, yeah. wasn't it? Specifically on specifically on that comment, Brian may well have a point. But yeah. does does that have any? Did, did that have any bearing no. on, on the game? No, I think, I think Brian's talking about that he's correct. It was, I think it was the first game of the season at Pitot. And I, I think a lot of the media picked up on that as well. Yeah, it, yeah. It but, but to say that Derek McInnes doesn't get respect is nonsense. Um, I thought Stephen Gerrard gave Aberdeen all the respect in the world after Tuesday night when they knocked him out by saying, yeah, they were a better team, they deserved to go through. Wish them all the best in the semi-final. So I think uh, I think Brian's maybe wrong in one or two points, but he's right on the point that he did say it in the first game of the season at Pitordry. But we all say things that we live to regret. Oh, don't I know it? Listening to you two every Thursday night. Anyway, I think it's time for this. Beat the pundit with goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL, and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Tonight is the night, Gordon. It's the last time I'm going to mention that absolute hammering you got last week. I You're think going I, to ha- uh, mention Tuesday. Yeah, you, you, you bounced back, you like bounced back on Tuesday, so I think that's us over it. You're over the defeat from last week. Okay. This will be the last time I mention it until the next time. 01419511025. That is the number you need to play Beat the Pundit right now against Mark or Gordon. And be quick because you only have until the news at 7. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan. Keep the calls coming on any of tonight's topics. We've heard from the likes of Stephen Gerrard, we've heard from Oliver Burke, we've been looking back on the midweek games and, of course, looking ahead to this weekend as well. Uh, exciting Champions League this week. We don't really get the same involvement because none of our teams are there, uh, but it did get me thinking. Everyone was watching Virgil van Dijk last night Everyone's talking about how he's one of the best defenders in the world People are waxing lyrical about him And it just got me thinking I wonder who's the player That turned up at your team And you knew he was destined for bigger things That's your question for the second hour of tonight's show The player that played for your team And you just knew he could kick on to that higher level Gordon Diel's winking at Mark Wilson right now I don't really know what that means I'm assuming he's not an answer He's no. saying me yeah. No I'm not yeah. saying you I'm saying I know who you're going to say Oh do you? Yeah no, We'll get to that a bit later on But that's just something Just a, a subtopic if you like For us for the second hour The one player that came to your team And you knew He could go on to bigger things This is with Virgil van Dijk In mind uh, I say bigger You know what I mean The, the level and all the rest of it 0141951 1025 We'll get to that after this 
the pundit. With goals in the Scottish sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. It is Beat the Pundit time I don't know what you two are laughing at If you can just please spare it For the next couple of minutes or so Because one of you Is taking on Kyle Who's a Rangers fan from Kilwinning Hi Kyle Hi there mate How are you? Hi good mate Feeling in confident mood? Uh, no, not really. Mm, right, okay. Well, we'll see if we can cheer you up by whatever way this coin lands. Heads, it's Mark Wilson. Tails, it's Gordon Diel. And it's heads, Mark Wilson, up against Come Kyle, on, Kyle from Kilwinning. <laughs> Good teamwork in the studio on a Thursday night. Right, I'll give Mark some Clyde too and make sure he can't hear us. And we'll get the clock up and running. Kyle, you've got 30 seconds head to head with Mark. You can pass. Here's your chance to beat the pundit. You ready? Mark Gillespie's a goalkeeper for which Scottish Premiership club? Uh, Dundee Which Hearts defender signed a new contract today? Pass uh, How many league goals does Alfredo Morelos have this season? Uh, 26 Which Irishman was Celtic manager from 91 to 93? Pass Which Scottish international scored a double in the English Championship last night? Uh, Ollie McBurney how many Scottish clubs Take your time I've started the question How many Scottish clubs Has Alan McGregor Played for Three Okay doc. Let's bring Mark Wilson Back Mark are you with us Yes Right yes. same set of questions To you Are you ready Yeah Yep Mark Gillespie Is a goalkeeper For which Scottish club Hamilton uh, Which Hearts defender Signed a new contract Today Pass how many league goals does Alfredo Morelos have this season? 28 Which Irishman was Celtic manager from 91 to 93? William Brady Which Scottish international scored a double in the English Championship last night? Oh, pass. <laughs> How many Scottish clubs has Alan McGregor played for? Uh, what? Two Oh, he said one I said two, but again, one, two One, two Kyle, what do you think? I mean, you, you weren't feeling too confident. Oh. You've heard the competition. You must be feeling a bit more confident get, now. Get the ball out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a nightmare there. What do you think, Kyle? Uh, nah, I think he's got me. You oh, think so? Seriously, <laughs> Kyle? Okay, Kyle, you must have been bad if you're saying that. Uh, let's go through them and find <laughs> out. Uh, Mark Gillespie is a goalkeeper for which Scottish club, Gordon? A famous well. I was waiting on him getting that wrong And then I would have never let him live it down But yes, Mark Gillespie's the mother will keep her um, In light of, of Trevor Well, he's, Trevor Carson's obviously injured as well Which Hearts defender signed a new contract? It's Decamona So it's nil-nil after two <laughs> questions uh, It's nil-nil after three questions <laughs> How many league goals does Alfredo Morelos have this season? It's 16 You both oh, aimed a bit higher Because you were thinking about overall yep, yep. 16 in the league this season Nil-nil after three Good questions game. Good game. Oh, Which Irishman was the Celtic manager from 91 to 93? It was Liam Brady yeah. Uh, I knew you would get that one So 1-0 one to Mark Wilson I'm surprised at you for this one Which Scottish international on. scored a double in the championship last Fletcher. night? No no. <laughs> I was going to say Fletcher That was the night before know. John McGinn Aye, no. Scored two for Aston Villa Did Fletcher not score two? He scored one the, the night before Aye, that's, that's, that's Tuesday Oh was it? Did he not score one last night then? <laughs> was John nah, McGinn I didn't get that I no, wouldn't no, have got no. that That's me only get five uh, There we go uh, <laughs> How many Scottish clubs has Alan McGregor played for? Rangers? Dunfermline and St. Johnson It's three Kyle got it And he equalised oh, yeah. Right Did at, he play yep. for St. Johnson? It was a loan period as well Yeah I remember it I can't remember Rangers that Rangers Dunfermline And St. Johnson, St. Johnson. I can't You remember. sure Andy? No I'm I, I'm I'm with you Mark 
I can't remember I'll tell that. you what What class he was Listen Don't be a sore loser Mark Wilson Or a sore uh, draw I was going to say Did they lose Was it 2-2 It was 1-1 one one. Oh, one one, one one. Oh, that's an absolute stinker. <laughs> oh no, oh, Kyle. Dear. Right, Kyle. Here's the deal. I'm going to ask the tiebreaker question. I'll get Mark to write his answer down, and I'll then then tell you to give me your attempt. Okay? Yeah, that's fine. It's actually very similar to one of the questions we had because yeah, we, you know, we keep yeah, the tiebreakers because we don't mm-hmm. we don't use them that often. Overall, how many Rangers goals has Alfredo Morelos scored in his Rangers career? So not just this season. How many Rangers goals? Has Alfredo Morelos scored? Quickly write it down, Mark Wilson. Show me a bit of paper right now. Uh, Kyle, what's your attempt? 45. Oh, it's tight. <laughs> oh, it's tight. Kyle goes 45. Mark Wilson goes 42. Oh, come on, Kyle. The answer is 46. Six. Oh, Kyle no! has done it. No <laughs> on the tiebreaker. Well done, Kyle. The ball well is done, on Kyle. its way. Well oh, done. Good man That was Kyle and co-winning Who's happy But not as happy As Gordon Biel Who loves it When Mark Wilson loses He's running about Co-winning Going I can't believe I beat that Mark Wilson <laughs> oh, oh, That was a poor show For me tonight John poor McGinn show. Last John night John McGinn De Camona I read that as well Ah well Sometimes it's It's not there Yeah there we go 0141 951 We've kicked off With a number of topics Just a, a subplot To keep us Ticking along After the Champions League Last night After Virgil van Dijk's exploits Everyone's calling him The best defender In the world Or one of them I want to know The player from your club Who you knew Straight away Could kick on to That level Another level Any that spring to mind? Chifty uh, That's who he wrote down I knew you were going to say <laughs> No the one The obvious one that stands out for me Is Andy Robertson You know he came Queen's Park He was outstanding And that season he had at Dundee United Did I think he was going to go And play in a Champions League final And captain Scotland so soon mm. No chance But you did Nobody know he would have gone to a, uh, yeah. Without a doubt Straight away he, he was too good And you know he had to He stepped to get to Liverpool But he went to the next team Progressed Liverpool Bided his time Progressed again So he was the outstanding one But guys like Ryan Gold as well Who's hit the Speed bump But you know He was He was a bigger standout Than Andy Robertson But his career Has taken a, a different turn Just shows you yeah, that even doesn't, when that you doesn't think, fit into my question No but tonight. even when you think <laughs> Even when you think This guy's going to go to the next level Doesn't work But Andy Robertson for me What about yourself Daz? Um, I can't, no, I can't no. remember what he had for breakfast. You, you, uh, he's uh, hopeless at things. The last. one player, be one always, at Man City. the one, no, no, the one player I've got to say I thought as a young player, and he obviously the, his bad injury stopped him going really all the way at the top. Was injured, yeah. absolutely everything he had. Every, everybody says that a bit brilliant, and I've never seen a lot of him. Oh, absolutely brilliant! Yeah. As a young player, brilliant, and unfortunately mm. got the injury at Pretoria, but he still had a very good career. You've got to say. Not the easiest question, as we've just discovered, but we're looking for players who played for your team and you knew they would go on to a bigger level. James Glover says Dembele. We all could see he would go higher, and he's putting Tierney up there with Robertson. Um, if that ever. Happens What else have we got On that topic On Twitter Gary Houston The one player that came And totally changed it None other The King of Kings Henrik Larsson He says um, What else have we got uh, Wolfman Goes for Mikel Arteta And Reno Gattuso I know that's more than one He says But yeah that's When you look Good at the, the careers they yeah. had Because Arteta was A young boy When he came to Rangers I remember that And for the career He had Yep Outstanding Sideshow Bob says uh, Victor Winyama 
Henrik Larsson Amongst others Reno Gattuso A few coming in for him You have Adam Clarkson Another one saying Reno Gattuso As well as Stephen So yes The player that arrived at your club Or played for your club And you knew straight away uh, They would go on To bigger and better things Just on the back of Virgil van Dijk You look at the level He's operating at Now do you remember There always used to be this Suggestion that He'll get found out When he goes down mm. there Remember people used to say that yeah. Oh he's too lackadaisical Oh he's, he's got the cigar out All the time up here When he plays better Strikers He'll get f- And look mm. at him now he, he makes it look It's almost like The better the player he's up against The easier he makes yeah. it look He's yeah. in a place just now That he, he must feel untouchable I mean I suppose The top players And you're looking at Ronaldo And Messi And things like that When they're in that form I know they're different Ends of the field But when they're in that form They must just feel Untouchable And Virgil van Dijk Is a defender You look at him just now Anybody he comes up against it, Nobody gets by him You know And you're talking The quickest best players In the world And he makes it look easy And I'm just so pleased That he came here And he, he sampled our league And he, he made his way In our league mm. And he got so much stick For playing in our league That he, You know To go to that level Incredible Again he had to go a step To prove himself um, but I, I mean Some of the, the bigger teams I know Liverpool's a huge team But Think of Man City And things like that If they had to gamble And buy them Think where they would be just now They're they're looking for that Elusive Champions League They can't get over the line Because mm. of their defence That's somebody like Van Dijk No problem Remember the goal he scored Up at St Johnson I think the SPFL Put it on their social media today Where he picks it up in his own half Waltzes through a couple And scores yeah, We really should have known then Shouldn't we Because since then have any centre-backs done that up here? I've, got, really have I've got to say guys I thought his goal last night was terrific His header He got up so high And the power and everything into it Yeah, yeah he's a right He's just come on And I think it is the fact that he's learned his trade in Scotland And then moved back down to England But you're right Mark I'm, I'm very surprised Because I've always thought that Holding us back in Europe The city <laughs> Us is, was the centre half position He would have been Absolutely great <laughs> I, I, I did see Adam Rooney Tweet something today I think saying Not feeling too bad About myself <laughs> Getting flung about Or something along those lines From Virgil great van Dijk Great answers coming in On this one I must say Michael Horn uh, Who's on And says MacArthur and McCarthy Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you were a Hamilton yeah. fan Very good. Yeah. Michael Horn's my old maths teacher By the way just sort of throw that in there Boring stat of the night It wasn't there when you were there He must be joking Katic is on and he says Boom song for me As soon as he came He just looked a class above the league He cruised early on didn't he Yeah he did When he came Fitzy says Robert Earnshaw Morton He's one that always pops up in the teaser Because he had that brief was it, I think Did it was he? a loan spell Or Did something remember at, at Morton At Morton? No yeah. I don't remember that Sc- Scott Nicholl If you're if you're talking about CVs Gio Van Bronckhurst My fave ever JR Champions League winner And captained Holland In a World Cup final Yeah That Not takes bad. a bit of being Decent shout 01419511025 Andrew's a Rangers fan on the line Hi Andrew Yes good evening Fellas uh, I've been on a few times At different junctures Over the season uh, trying to get this analysis of how far Rangers have come uh, under Stephen Gerrard. And it's interesting to hear the different kind of arguments. Uh, only one point ahead of Pedro Caccino's record. No cups, uh, and there's not going to be a Scottish Cup or a League Cup. But I think uh, what was apparent the other night was Stephen Gerrard's naivety sometimes when he comes out and criticises the players and the team. It was interesting that he said he was very angry uh, with the performance and very angry effectively with the players. And yet when the player came out, Jermaine uh, Defoe, 
his take was different. He said he was disappointed with the performance and the result, but he felt that things were going very well for Rangers. And in fact, if things had gone differently with some of the chances that could have been taken, they might well have been in the Cup semi-final. So I think Stephen Gerrard has shown a little bit of naivety in his first year of management. I think he's done a great job in getting to the group stages of Europe. Uh, there was no guarantee they were going to win the Scottish Cup. But on the whole, it just maybe calm down in how he's criticising the players because uh, it's got to be very demoralising for them if they're hearing week in, week out, even when they're winning, uh, that they didn't score enough goals or they didn't press in the second half. And I think if he curbs that, then next season might be a whole lot better hmm. uh, for Rangers. Would you go along with that, Gordon, or should players be able to handle criticism? Uh, both. I think players should uh, handle criticism. I think they get off too lightly nowadays. Um I think that Andrew's right. You're talking about a manager that's his first job, and it's a massive, massive job. He is going to make mistakes. All my even the experienced ones that have been round the block a million times make mistakes. He's a young manager. He's came from a youth academy. He's walked into a massive football club, um, and he's got to get them up there, challenging Celtic. A lot of pressure comes with that. Yes, there are times he'll go and he will learn from it. He'll learn every single day and I'll make him a better coach. I'll make him a better manager. And um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how he differs next season. Yes, he comes out and sometimes people either agree or disagree and say, well, that should be said inside the dressing room. But if he feels that he has to say that publicly as a manager, then good on him. Sometimes players just get it too easy nowadays. I think we a lot of players though you know, coming out of football and straight into management, they do get a level where there isn't that much pressure from the press. You know, your interviews are at a lower level where there's not that big a fan base. With Steven Gerrard coming with a huge profile to a huge club, cameras on him right away, and he is still raw. He probably still thinks as a player. I probably know for I know for a fact he'll think as a player. It was that good that he'll still see his players doing things that he thinks is easy. And I think right away After a game with a microphone shoved in front of him He's still raw, he's still emotional And it perhaps comes out I think the longer is a manager And when he's here I'm pretty sure he will be here next season That his interviews maybe Be down a different line From some of the criticism I mean, you know, Andrew's right There's been times that Rangers Have been very good and scored goals But he has came out and criticised his team But then at the same time Sometimes managers do that And people say that's good You know, he's, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's keeping high standards mm-hmm. He's not letting complacency sit in He doesn't want them to take their foot off the gas But then when results don't go your way People look at it And use it as a stick to beat them with So what, you know but is you, that It's the timing, Gordon You've got to know when to do it You can't be <clears throat> Keep coming out and saying the same things Because it becomes boring Players switch off, fans switch off, everybody switches off. To be fair to him the other night, he came out, as much as he had a go at his players, he put his hands up and says, I've got to take a lot of responsibility. I pick the team, I do the tactics, I put the players out in the park. It wasn't good enough, we let Rangers down. So he's honest in that way. But I keep saying, as much as everybody thinks, and I think one of the callers was spot on when he said it, this is not Steven Gerrard, the player. He's now a manager. It's a completely different job. Hmm. He's starting from scratch. He will make mistakes. If he becomes a, a very good manager, he'll learn from the I, I think the time to say it is though when 
You're consistent The Rangers haven't been consistent this season Where they've went in a, a run A six, seven, eight games winning And then if you win maybe your 7th or 8th game And you've won at 3-0 But you're not happy You can come out and say that I think when you're winning maybe a couple of games And then you're coming out and saying Well, uh, you know, it's not really good enough We should have done better I think you knock some of the, that confidence out your team You know, and I'm not saying it's stop Rangers But I think if you perhaps see it next season If Rangers manage to string performances together Which are more positive in, in terms of a 6-7-8 game run Then I think that's acceptable Come out and say, look, my standards are much higher mm. I want to go to 10, 11, 12 games in a row But to say it after one or two victories I think some of the players go I mean what have we got to do here Uh, Andrew what about between now and the end of the season then I know there are many Rangers fans Who have not given up hope on the league So you may be one of them Or if you're not Do you have a a, a points gap in mind That that you would like to see Rangers get within Yeah I don't think any Rangers fan Should give up hope about the league We all remember the the two helicopter Sundays uh, That the trophy came to Ibrooks. Uh, different days just now I suppose but I don't think any Rangers fan should give up hope that uh, if we don't win the league we'll at least be there or thereabouts I've got a uh, suspicion that it might if Celtic do win the league it might only be eventually by four or five points maximum uh, the two big mistakes that Stephen Gerrard made uh, in my opinion well one mistake I think is persevering with Joe Worrell when Katic's on the bench he's signed a player uh, and then you use a loan player instead. That must do that boy's confidence uh, a, a real dunt to his confidence. Mm. And then the other the other big mistake he did make was after the break deciding to change for the Kilmarnock match, and that sets the tone uh, when you lose that game. Sets the tone for the rest of the season when there was a winning team that had just beaten Celtic, and then he played the new players in Davis and Defoe. But to answer your question, Gordon, I think. Uh, there's still hope to win the league, uh, but uh, it'll be somewhere in the region of about four or five points. Uh, realistically, Celtic should win uh, the league by. Okay, thank you to Andrew in Mount Vernon, 0141-951-1025. Keep your suggestions coming. We were talking Virgil van Dijk, and I want to know the player at your team who you knew would go on to bigger things. We'll get to more of them and get the full-time teaser up and running next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Win the compensation you deserve Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here We've been asking you The player who played for your club Who you just knew Straight away would go on to bigger things This is in light of Virgil van Dijk We used to watch him week in week out up here All of a sudden He's one of the best defenders in the world So who is the one player at your team That you just knew Would kick on to a higher level Alex Murray's got a decent one Clyde what year? We kind of early ish two thousands, early to mid mid two thousands. Clyde, give us a clue. You played with Clyde, Craig Bryson. Nah, oh. Craig. Mm. Yep, give him that. that. He's gone on to have a very yeah, good career. Very good hasn't career. He? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a few people are looking ahead to what that might be. Stevie Boy says Karamoko Dembele. He's not even made a first team appearance, but the boy has everything. And from the Rangers' perspective, Graham Gunyan thinks Gilmore. the same about Billy Gilmore. Oh, see, this is what I worry about. You know, people just hyping these kids up just now yeah, thinking, It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah Having said that, have you seen them? Yeah They're both outrageous yeah, yeah. Uh, Raffles good. says When Mark Wilson came to Celtic You just knew he was destined for the bright lights of Bristol and Dundee Fair point Absolutely <laughs> Fair point <laughs> And Dumbarton yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't forget Dumbarton Oh yeah, no, absolutely not What else have we got? Looking for things who would go on to bigger and better things 
I'm not sure we've, we've got loads I'm trying to find the ones that aren't uh, aren't repeats Brian says Kenny Dalglish when at Cumbernauld United <laughs> yeah, Aye, that's, that's a bit of a stepper <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely oh Gordon you'll like this one Charlie McLean is on Motherwell and Proud he is uh, Darren Randolph Goalkeeper, yeah. yeah oh, what about the one at Motherwell did stand out? James McFadden. Yeah, oh, obviously. That's just too Easy. obvious, that one, though, isn't it? Stephen Pearson as well. As soon yeah. as him and as soon as I seen Stephen Pearson at Motherwell, I think, God, this guy, unbelievable. That was at youth team level as well. Used to just used to be like really? the big guy in the playground, just running past everybody with the ball. Nah, he was always destined to your school? No. School football. <laughs> at that level. Play against at that level. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there we go Matty T says Jelovic immense Did decent in English Premier League yeah. So keep them coming uh, Ian has got some thoughts Ian and Bale oh, We've not got the teaser no, okay. up and running yet Sorry Quickly before we get to Ian Here's the question tonight Sent in by Jerry Sherry Very poetic name he's got That's um, not a real name the new, Jerry Sherry the new, <laughs> Listen it might be <laughs> The new SPL season started in 98-99 Who were the managers in the top flight that season kicked off? So when the SPL first started in 98-99 Who were the managers in that division? I'll give you some thinking time While I speak to Ian Hi Ian Not too bad Ian Have you got uh, some for us On the players you knew Had gone to bigger and better things? I saw a good two Alright uh, First one was Alan Ruff He made his debut in 17 against Morton On uh, Wednesday night at Fir Hill Thistle had just been relegated From the old first division For the first time on the Saturday But losing to the United and uh, I think it was Billy Ritchie's last game. And Alan Ruff came in and you can see right away, even at 17, he looked apart. You can see how far he went, probably the best Scottish goalkeeper for a long, long time. Yeah, I like that. I like that knowledge as well, Gordon, giving us the detail, the debut, yeah. 50, what was it, 53 Scotland caps. So if you if you predicted that at the start, then you clearly could see that he was destined for bigger yeah, things. Yeah, he had a great career, Ruffy, I must admit. Great character as well. Uh, I was with him not that long ago, and he, he tells us all about his 53 caps. It does take a, t- a long time, but you've just got to be with it. Uh, there must have been a few have come through your team partick over the years, Ian. Morris Johnson's or another. Ah, of course. You see, there was a 17-year-old. He just, he just, he just get the ball halfway line and just take it on the defence and score goals. That's why he gets snapped up with Watford so early. You remember that's more your era, Gordon. Yeah, than Mark Wilson. Mor- Morris was a terrific finisher. You've got to say, and when he went to Ibrox, uh, Soonest preferred Morris Johnston to McCoy's, which surprised a lot of people. Nally had to spend a lot of time on the bench because Johnston was that good, that good a finisher. Okay, thank you to Ian. I like that. A couple of suggestions coming in on the phone. Uh, what else have we got? Ryan Taggart says Claudio Reyna. Uh, he says Carlos Cuellar looked a. a a class act um, What else have we got Ah here's another one Ryan Kearney And not even for his own team He's thinking outside the box here Tim Krull at Falkirk Oh hi oh, yeah. That's right yeah. Went on Played big level for the Netherlands Casper Schmeichel Fall yeah, into that Falkirk category as well, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Would, yeah Would you have known back then Casper Schmeichel he was destined No I think I played against him a few times But I just thought mm, He's living in the shadow of his dad <laughs> the And it'll be rubbish yeah, But turns it it's quite good The yeah. Burns says Big Wan Yama Yeah because he wasn't here For too long was he He sort of knew Must admit right? I think I've told you this before The first day in training I've I seen Wan Yama I was thinking This guy's I don't know where he's going to play In this side He came and he was Of course you're nervous First day training at any club It's a big guy Young so boy you didn't fancy him I'm talking first day in training God, and he's Never t- let it be said That he can't uh, spot a player <laughs> He was too busy taking the free kicks <laughs> But I just thought You know At that period We were playing some great football And Victor came in 
Into a midfield That was be honest, Quite mobile Be honest You thought Who's this dud And then he's just, you just Rammed thought, it down your throat I, I, I thought he may take time to settle And he didn't <laughs> even take time to settle <laughs> he, So there well, you go He must have been gone I can't believe I'm playing with this right back <laughs> The number 12 in his back If there are any clubs out there looking for a new scout Mark Wilson is available <laughs> for take a, a small slice of yeah. the fee uh, Right, quickly on the teaser Have you got any? Advocate No Yeah, no. sorry it was sorry. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Who was the Celtic? John Barnes round about that team? No Jansen Moby No Moby Who? Did I say Moby there? I didn't I, Who am I talking about? Moby? <laughs> Who's Moby? <laughs> Did I hear you right there? Moby? Oh, Moby Jan Moby He's he, 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 listen, he wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Moby Listen what season 99 98-99 Where were you then? Was that when Martin O'Neill came in? No what? So it was Was that not John Barnes? No Douglas? No The other one That you've not said Joe Vengos Yes Oh Vengos Dr. Dr. Joe Dr. Right okay that's a good start when Kind of him. Oh, Jim Jeffries Yes, Hearts. right, you've got three Brilliant. Right, let's get to the phones Because Alec's been hanging on for ages Sorry Alec, your point tonight Hi Mark, Gordon and Mark Hello Hi. Uh, Just, just uh, it's been comical uh, Just there uh, the last couple of nights And then uh, obviously the night uh, There was a boy on the other night Saying that Celtic were bang average mm. uh, And uh, the boy that was just on before me Says that, you know, when you listen It's, he hopes Rangers win the league And he hopes that they finish maybe four points, whereas with Celtic and with their mentality, it's we're going out and we're going to win. We're going into the league, we're going to win the league. When we're playing in the Cups, we want to win that league. Uh, so that was, just, that was just a wee quick man. But regards to, to this season and the whole, with the amount of ups and downs that we've had, it's been quite bizarre. Uh, it's been quite a quick season. Uh, if we start in with the point where, where the new... Uh, Apart from the, the invincible season, I think that, you know, Aberdeen, and no disrespect to Inverness, but between Aberdeen and the Hearts, they're going to stand in their way for a treble treble. Now, to get one treble, you've, 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 you've hit the jackpot. But to get two, two years, and, and to get three consecutive years, you know, it's like one minute you're waiting on a bus and the next minute you're getting, you just get this. And this is a special time to be a Celtic supporter and I, and I think that if we were to complete it this season you know it, it would be up there for, for to be one of the most mm. apart from the invincible season this is up there and just a wee quick one after that about uh, the, the loans and that we've had I think, I think it'd be fairly remarkable this season because uh, really the way the season's panned out you know Rangers did strengthen um, brought in a new manager a lot of hype around it and then they beat Celtic on the 29th of December and to go neck and neck So There was question marks there Were Celtic strong enough Coming back for the Winter break To go on and secure the league Never mind a treble And then to You know Lose the manager And bring in someone else And still to complete it Getting past a very good Aberdeen side To first reach a final And then who I think will be Hearts Who have shown Can compete with Celtic With 10 men not so long ago at Tynecastle, Celtic nick it in the last minute, but still competed very well. Then I think that would be mm. a remarkable achievement. So, yeah. Alec, when you look at dropping points in the most recent game against Aberdeen, you you see that as more of a a blip rather than a sign of things to come. Then, well, 
when when obviously Brendan left, you know, it was it was all it was all quite bizarre. It was all like you know it was surreal. And then Lenny came in with two quick games in Edinburgh. We had this big open, this new the, the welcoming home for Lenny, and the game was just it was a damp squib. So it was so you know it, it, where I'm at this stage of the season, we're just chopping the games off. We played Dundee. If it's a one 0 if it's an OG, I don't really care. We just chop the games mm. off, and you know the, the semi final is going to be a great occasion. Never mind the final. Aberdeen has put up a really good fight, as we've seen. So I'm not saying that you know that this is what we get. That's what they do. Regards to you know, I hope Willenny is appointed the manager. I hope he is appointed, and we're going to probably clear out about nine players between loans and between players out of contract. Usually, when a manager comes into a club, he's he's got to he's got to try and move players out. Whereas Will Lenny, it's it's just going to happen instantly anyway. So he's not really got an option. So it, it's it's probably a good thing. So he's sort of a, get a clean slate. We need a couple of centre halves. We probably will need a striker. So he's not going to have to worry about right. Well, I need to get rid of him to get him. You know, it's all just going to probably unfold for him. Yeah, but having said that, though, he's, he has to worry about who to replace them with. Problem with that is, yeah, you're breaking, yeah, you're breaking up a, a team who's conquered all before it, and then you're looking to get new guys in, fitted into the club fairly quickly because you're going to have qualifiers come up, the league will come round quick. So I think that's a tough job. Whoever the manager is has got um, a lot of players going out the door and quality who who know the league. Um, so it's a challenge. Whoever's going to take the job Okay thank you to Alec On the lines We've got a few more coming in uh, On Twitter We're asking for the player At your club That you just knew Would kick on to a higher level Talking about Virgil van Dijk He's the The inspiration for the question Lots of love coming in For Van Bronckhurst Knew he was too good For us quickly after we signed Says Adam Covell He was pretty good wasn't he I, I think that's a fair uh, That is a, a fair assessment RE has gone for the Canio uh, what else have we got coming in on Twitter at Clyde SSB? It's, it's now hard to separate the teaser answers from the, from the answers to this question. So, how are you getting on with the teaser? We're looking for the managers in the SPL one. in its first season. So, for instance, jo, uh, Dr. Joe Vengos, he was the Celtic manager when the SPL started. Dick Advocat was the Rangers manager. And Jim Jeffries was the Hearts manager. Yeah, I was about that time manager. Uh, Alec McLeish must have been Hibs. No mm. He's not with Motherwell No <laughs> Was he with somebody? Was no he, Was he involved? What about no. Well Alec Mc... Jim, Jim Duffy must have been in there All I'm telling you Is that Alec McLeish is not an answer But you went well Who said Hibs were in the SPL in the first season? Oh, oh There you go Jim Duffy Nope what? He's managed about 100 clubs thought. What about Paul Sturrock? For who? Dundee United Brilliant shout No Oh no The worst shout I've ever but, <laughs> Right He was 99 <laughs> Yeah because he signed me Oh Jockey Scott you know He was at St Johnson Paul Sturrock Oh was he? Then, so I'll give you oh, I think he was That's yeah. who I meant well, so, so This uh, is what Jerry Sherry says You're blaming him if Jockey, Jockey, Jockey Scott, Scott got must be Dundee Yes, yes. Alright that's a good start Vingloss Jockey Scott Jim Jeffries Dick Advocat Paul Sturrock Still got some work to do And we'll speak to Joe on the line next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com.
Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are racking their teeny tiny brains for this full time teaser. It was sent in by Jerry Sherry. Um, we've not established if that's Jerry's new, real name. We're not judging if it is. It's just it's, you know, it rhymes, which is great. Uh, Fulltime at Clyde1.com That's the address you need to send the questions in It is this tonight The new SPL season started in 98-99 Who were the managers the season that it kicked off? Celtic were managed by Vengloss Dundee were managed by Jockey Scott Hearts, Jim Jeffries Rangers Dick Advocate St Johnson, Paul Sturrock Which means you've got one, two, three I'm not even telling you how many you've got right, to go Come on up, Bobby Wilson Yes Good shout Well done, Daz Go and uh, go for your the other one your Aberdeen? Uh, no, your Party Thistle was uh, there, John Lambie No Was Thistle in the league back then? No <laughs> 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 What about Ebb Scovedal at Aberdeen? No No oh, I had a nightmare the night by the way Right Over to you Daz I mean Gordon you, For years I was a In years In years you've been telling us how You're a huge Muddle fan Season ticket holder All the rest of it Right. You can't remember who the model manager was. Right, I know Tommy McLean. <laughs> that was ninety-one. Right, hold on, I'm I'm as a three. I'm You've got eight years to build, though. Yeah. We'll be here all night. Try and fast forward. Right, eight I'm years. trying to think of my season ticket. <laughs> <laughs> who was in the front? Getting a selfie taken. <gasps> Harry. <laughs> Harry. Oh, the the lad. Oh, Harry. Was it Clapman? Cl- Harry Campman, remember that? Yeah, no, yeah, he was not a good manager. All right, you've got some work still to do. Let's speak to Joe and Carntine. Hi, Joe. Hi, how are you doing? Not bad, Joe. What's on your mind tonight? I am. Uh, I was wanting to talk about your wee second half teaser thing about the the play that you knew came into your team. Oh, we've gone to better things, yes. Going to better things, right? Uh, and I'd like to see Paul McStay for Celtic. Because I grew up watching the guy and he was. He was destined for better things. I don't know if any of you would disagree with me on this, but I don't know. It might be a wee discussion, maybe. Um, mm. Did he make his full potential be staying at Celtic? Because that was his club. And to, to me, I think he's he's lived his dream. It didn't mean going out to bit bigger and better clubs, better money mm-hmm. and everything else. To me, it was, with him, it was all about Celtic. Yeah, and fair enough. Yeah, that's a different. It's a different slant on it. So this is one that Joe thought definitely could have gone on yeah, to better things. I, I totally agree with Joe. I played against Paul many a time. Um, he just loved being at Celtic Park and decided that's where he's he wanted to have his career, and he had a terrific career. You've got to say, and you've he could have he could have fit it into most sides. Can about Gordon, he was a top quality player. Oh, without a doubt, outstanding player. Um, Probably find myself unfortunate that I was kind of in that age group that didn't see enough of them. You know, was can certainly remember I'm playing quite a bit and some of the goals he scored won at Ibrox. But when he was a young player, apparently he was untouchable. He was outstanding. Just shows you the love of the club. And I'm guessing that some Celtic fans will just now will think or hope that Kieran Tierney 
is the same And you just wonder If that will be the case I mean, It seems like a different era Doesn't it But mm. nevertheless yeah, it, yeah. Never say never And all that Never say never You know some people You know Only Kieran Tierney Will be able to tell you that But you're totally right Gordon Different era where Probably the, In terms of Paul McStay's day The terms of Finances were, were probably bigger Down south And abroad In Italy and that And they could have Perhaps went there But the gap Now Is so vast That you wonder If that's mm. enough To drag players who love clubs that much Alright thanks to Joan Carntine for that Some great ones coming in on Twitter Martin Sneddon says Stephen Naismith was always going on to better things My old granda is a former player, manager and scout at Kelly Spied him at 17 and said he was better than Chris Boyd Who was the top scorer at the time um, Some yeah. great detail as well David is on he says The player who went on to better things Stuart Monroe at Alloa yeah, Went to Rangers yeah, good 15 player, grand signing Pegging his jacket next to internationals And never looked out of place And what about this one? David Lee is on I played at Gairdock United With a young Andy Murray Oh That would be Sir Andy Murray Not a bad footballer And turned out to be a handy tennis player too There we go I'm not sure When you was playing football You would go He's going to be a future Wimbledon champion Nah that doesn't count He plays with him I think that's great <laughs> Andy Murray <laughs> He played with him I have came across him <laughs> In a few resi games Yeah uh, uh, Got another one Tommy McLean Oh right on the teaser You were looking for the managers uh, When the season kicked off In 98-99 He was your man at Dundee United Sure Tommy McLean Yeah Positive Be- Yeah Because he was before start- That was around my time We said Tommy McLean Aye we Tommy. said him for Motherwell He was oh. Dundee United manager mm-hmm. Sure yeah no. Got it Got no. it <laughs> Yeah um, I'm trying to think back yeah. If I didn't get that I think so This is Jerry's question remember And I always repeat that To pass the blame If anything goes wrong um, But I think Paul Sturrock Took over Tommy Very McLean. quickly yes. into that season Very soon in, you know, remember After that, that season yeah. um, Started So there we go Yep I, The reason I know that I was the era I was going up You know the old school visits In the school holidays I would go up with a few of the other boys Tommy McLean and Paul Sturt They yeah. were just changing over I was too busy getting married by then <laughs> <laughs> What number of life was that? <laughs> uh, Hughes and Stevenson Let's squeeze one more in Hi Hugh Hi Hugh Hi We've got you What's your point tonight? Um, my point was I heard you talking about uh, A lot of these players That made it big and all that. I was quite fortunate My boy played pro youth With the likes of Andy Roberts And John McGinn and that mm-hmm. And what's and, and Andy was The players that I thought In the 80s With his team Ability Have not made it as big as them The likes of uh, Ross County captain Marcus Marcus Fraser Yes, and Joe Chalmers at Inverness who scored a crack goal the other week. They were on the same ability and it just I think it's just mostly it's down to a bit of luck as you're progressing. Yeah, listen, that's again that's another another slant on it, the guys who you thought would go and then and then maybe just didn't quite yeah. and by the way, those guys are still having better careers yeah. than, than most who want to play who want to play the game. They, they they've made it as as professional footballers, but maybe Hugh was thinking Yeah, there's oh, listen, there's a million of them out there. I mean when I was growing up, when you're 14, 15, you hear their names throughout the country who are supposed to be the best player. And then you meet up and yep, they are. And then they just fizzle out. It, you know, Joe's totally right. That happens. Um, and sometimes you need a bit of luck. Sometimes you need to put in a performance just at the right time where perhaps a scout's went by and seen you and then he takes you on to the next level. You receive better coaching. Just your luck at that age. 
Um, certainly been a lot of boys with a lot of ability back then. Just uh, when I was thinking, Darren Fletcher was one played with my Scotland schoolboys, and even then, you just knew uh, he was already in Manchester United's books. But there was talk of him That's getting a, a first one. team chance, I mean, and I'm he went on to. Oh, I'm glad it's taken you to two minutes before the end of the show to come up with that because that that was good. That was been good. <laughs> sorry, five minutes ago. Sorry, was he though? No, no, oh, no, no. Just back then, yeah. Scotland schoolboys for fourteen. He played the level above. Then when we caught up, he was just head and shoulders above the rest. Didn't he do anything spectacular? But he just had this engine, kept things simple, and then there was the rumours he was going to get his start. And I think he, I think he made his debut not long after that. Um, but he's one that's went on to have an outstanding career. Brian McLear, mm. Motherwell. Celtic man you Always knew That he would go on To bigger yeah. things One of them oh, yeah. I was just wondering If that was one of the answers For the teaser But no Okay No 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 no, well, no He was never a manager up No 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 I know <laughs> Not sure if I could Read this one out Go on Who's that about You Don't read it out then <laughs> Yes Yes give us it I've had enough stick we're Over a, my feet. A couple of minutes Left to go on the show I think you can get away with it I just yeah. hope I hope none of them are, I hope none of them are listening Go on eh? Brian says Gordon's ex-wives went on to better things <laughs> <laughs> Oh well done Brian I'll give you that <laughs> Oh that's good that's a great I'm effort, glad man. you're laughing Marshall oh, yeah. Brilliant That is Honestly <laughs> <Enjoying> that. Brilliant <laughs> oh, We're finishing on a, on a high oh. uh, We've got a, a couple of minutes to, to, to get through Before we get the answers to the teaser What are you thinking ahead of this weekend then? I did say we were going to take a look at the battle at the bottom As always the calls just keep coming thick and fast Sometimes we don't squeeze everything in That's the beauty of, of live radio um, St Mirren losing again Monday night But the performance levels are, are alright Gordon They're there or thereabouts They've picked up some decent results recently They're not detached by any means So how do you see that, that I think it's situation I think it's important out? this week You look at Hamilton and, um, They're at home to Hearts Am I right yeah. there? St Johnston, St Mirren You would fancy You would obviously fancy Celtic To go to Dundee and win that game so it's an opportunity for, I know it's got to be difficult for Hamilton, but they've went to Petaudry and got a great result. They're at home to get another three points, get further away, and St Mint to cl- climb off the bottom of the table. Their results have been good, but the other night, you don't want to get back to that playing okay and losing. You want to pick up three points. Hard game against St Johnston up, up there, but uh, they're capable of doing it. I think we'll move on to the teaser. Jerry sent it in tonight Fulltime at Clyde1.com Please send your questions in We can never have too many of them We'll try and get through them all At some point The new SPL season started in 98-99 It was the first ever season Who were the managers in the league When it kicked off? You've got Joe Vengloss at Celtic Jockey Scott at Dundee You've got Dundee United Tommy McLean Hearts Jim Jeffries Kilmarnock Bobby Williamson Motherwell Harry Campman Rangers Dick Advocate And St Johnston Paul Sturrock What about Alec Totten we mentioned? No Okay Let's go with the older Here's older. something that's crossed my mind Do you even know how many teams were in the league? Yeah How many? 12 No 10 14 There's 10 16 10 10 Alex Totten 16, 16. <laughs> <laughs> See if there were 16 yeah, You've got have a bit of work to do here's, You've got two to get Here's one for you Don't say Alex Totten Because you've just said it four times and I told you know Alex Totten's friend Dick Campbell At who? I don't know No I'm just thinking old managers that I used to know. Right, I'll tell you the two teams you're looking for. Right, right. Right, I'll give you Aberdeen. You're still looking for Aberdeen and Dunfermline. More in the the oh Jim Leishman. No. Oh, oh, Aberdeen must be. I think Jimmy Calderwood. No. Two, two. Billy Miller. No. 
Give us a clue Foreigner Same surname Alec Miller Yes Should have got that And I knew you were not getting them Fermlin If I was a betting man I would have Peyton Who? Peyton What's his first name? Bert Bert Payton Yes Oh what's that? <laughs> well done That was Mark Wilson and Gordon DL We're back tomorrow Friday night from 6 o'clock Stay where you are though Because Callum Gallagher's up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com